1: Well, this is Heart of the City Primetime. My name is Adrian Tijerina, your host and director of local ministry here at 820 AM The Word. I am so excited to bring you pastors and ministry leaders, things that are going around here in Seattle that can help you plug in to what God is doing. And today I am so privileged to be joined by my brother, Jim Jacobson. Brother, it's so great to have you on Heart of the City Primetime. Thanks for being with me. Hey, it's great to be here. Thank you. Before we talk about uh, what we're going to be getting into, uh, really helping our listeners pray for believers across the world, uh, first I want to make sure that I point out to all of our listeners out there, Pastor Jim Jacobson has a program here on 820 AM, The Word. It's on Sunday mornings at 7 o'clock AM. You don't want to miss it. It's called The Sound Word with Pastor Jim Jacobson. It really is a tremendous program. And if you want more information about his radio program, you can go to soundwordradio.com. That's soundwordradio.com. Pastor Jim, it's so great to have you. If you could share with us a little bit on a recent trip that you took and just ways that we could be praying for what's going on across the world. Yeah, actually,
0: um, this is the second uh, time I've been privileged to be able to go to Ukraine. I went last uh, last spring, late spring, early summer, and uh, was working with uh, a ministry called A Jesus Mission. We were basically were bringing food into uh, their mission, at least in In Ukraine is to bring food to front lines. Mm -hmm. So uh, I forget, it was something like 20,000 pounds of food uh, we brought into the area of uh, Mykolaiv, which has been which has been really hit. So it was great to be a part of it, um, just to feel like there was something we could do, you know, besides sending money or praying for people. um, You know, people are really in need. And so um, that kind of opened up my eyes uh, that, you know, even though it's a war-torn country, you can still go.
1: How did you uh, get plugged in with a Jesus mission? I mean, uh, it seems like an organization like that, you know, you might have to have those sorts of close connections to get into a country, especially that's war-torn like that.
0: Yeah, well, these guys have kind of blazed the trail uh, in they established a uh, base in um, Cluj, Romania, uh, where they're uh, storing food. Of course, they had to have a place near a major city so they could actually get the food mm-hmm. to bring in, and then they're just trucking it in. And one of the local pastors here at Calvary Chapel Edmonds, he had gone previously, and so I went with him.
1: If you could tell us more recently, then, about this trip— what was different about it, and what really stood out to you as you as you traveled across the world and ministered to people in Jesus' name?
0: Yeah, well, recently one of their one of the uh, AJM uh, missionaries, Craig Finley, who is a pretty well known guy in the Calvary Chapel world, he's a just a legend, veteran, uh, youth and college and career pastor at Calvary Fellowship for decades. He. Uh, is one of their missionaries, and he's been working in Ukraine, and he had this project to raise money for generators. So he had ambition to uh, to raise enough money to buy 20 generators and then to distribute them mm-hmm. to churches in war-torn areas and also refugee centers. So our church was involved in that. Several churches were involved in it. That was our plan. The The, the plan was there was uh, six of us going to distribute these generators. Okay. But, You know, he ordered them directly from the factory in China. The only problem was uh, we kept setting dates for the trip, but they kept being delayed. This time we arrived in uh, Hungary Mm -hmm. and uh, we hooked up with a church near pretty close to the border of Hungary in Ukraine. Um, I'm going to butcher the name of the town, Mukachevo, I believe is how it's pronounced, Mm -hmm. Uh, and Pastor Joel Brown. Mm -hmm. And this guy is a wild man. (laughs) I mean, uh, he has been, you know, since the war started, his church, you know, just received all kinds of donations. Uh, It's a small church, like 65 people. Mm -hmm. And over the past year of the, the war in Ukraine, these guys have um they've had they've run five different refugee centers wow um they have housed i think something like 12,000 refugees
1: wow that's amazing uh, yeah
0: over the course of the year mm-hmm. um there, some of the numbers that I heard was they've shared the gospel with 80,000 people, mm-hmm. um, fed 55,000 people. Wow. So it's been just a great work. So I arrived in Hungary. Uh, I was driven to the border, had to walk across the border into Ukraine, Wow! which was an experience in and of itself. How
1: far of a—was that a hike, or how far was that?
0: N- no, it was, you know, maybe— a half a mile you know you had to go through the you know through the the hungarian border and then through the ukrainian border okay but it was it was kind of surreal because it was not it wasn't a bright shiny border you know it was kind of a little bit sketchy looking we saw a lot of you know we saw a lot of devastation we saw a lot of bombed out buildings and you know you could just see areas where there was a conflict in the middle of the road you know with just the the road you know all burned up and uh bridges you know uh, bombed out and things like that. Wow! we arrived at the church and we did a worship night for the the church and uh, kind of hung out with young people. Mm-hmm. And really it just turned into a time of encouragement for th- the Christians. One of the things that we did in driving from the from the church in Mu- uh, Mukachevo to the east was we were delivering a car. So mm-hmm. the car that we went in okay. was actually a gift and uh, it was Joel, Joel Brown had raised money to buy a car for this brother who's working to repair the power grid. But he didn't have a car. So that was really cool. And wow. so I was part of this presentation to, to oh, give so this cool. guy this sweet little ride, um, which I, I don't know if the brother even has ever owned a car before. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool.
1: Well, it's awesome to hear how through it all, you know, God is faithful to use his people to reach those who are, you know, obviously in dire straits. You know, I think that that's—it's it's, it's crazy to think, you know, we drive around town all the time. We're not thinking about bombed-out, you know, bridges. Right. We're not thinking of buildings yeah. that have lost all their windows and shattered glass. Yeah. And, brother, I think that that's amazing testimony to see how God moves even in the midst of that. That's amazing.
0: And, and you can tell the, you know, the people are— um, they're distressed. There's a, there's this, just a sense of, of distress as they don't really know what's, what's coming next. When we were there the first time uh, last, uh, I think it was in June, I forget, uh, when we were there, you know we actually saw and heard active bombing. Um, this time it was, it was quite a bit different. It seemed as though, and I'm, and I'm watching these things all the time, it seemed as though the most of the attacks are kind of going on the perimeter mm-hmm. where they've already taken territory. Uh, but they still occasionally, you know, <laughs> for whatever reason, they're still lobbing, you know, missiles here and there. Wow. Um, so uh, part of my trip this time was very personal, um, I had desired to go to Kiev in particular uh, last time, and we you know just that just wasn 't you know on the <laughs> that wasn't on the, in the plans so this time I knew that we were going to be driving you know through Kiev mm-hmm. you know back and forth in about I think it was about two thousand five or two thousand six. Our church was part of a program to bring orphans to the states. From, from Ukraine and from Belarus. And this program was especially geared towards um, children who had been affected by the fallout from Chernobyl, mm-hmm. kind of in that area. My family, uh, we hosted on two separate occasions. We hosted a, a young lady from, uh, from Belarus uh, one summer and then one from Kiev another summer. And uh, this little girl was seven years old when she came to us, mm-hmm. didn't speak any English. And she just came here, spent the summer with us, uh, got some medical treatment and some dental treatment um, and, you know, went on vacation and was just part of our family. Uh-huh. And we just loved her. Her name was Nastia. Again, mm-hmm. she was seven years old. Well, when she went back, we didn't really have any way to communicate with her. We didn't have an address or anything. Yeah. Um, but we, our hearts were definitely bonded with her, and we'd been praying for her. Well, with the advent of social media mm-hmm. and everything... Uh, one of my daughters uh, tracked her down okay. on Instagram wow. and we found her, and so we began to communicate and this was a, a few years ago, yeah, we began to communicate with her and and we 're just kind of you know watching her life you know mm-hmm. play out on social media yeah, yeah. but of course, when the war started, mm-hmm. um, we started communicating a lot more and yeah telling you the things that she would write were yeah. just horrific like wow like i remember early on you know uh she was so she's now presently she's 25 she's a young mom married mm-hmm. uh you know n- newly married you know and has like an 18 month old toddler mm-hmm. and she was telling us when the war started you know um we're hiding in the woods mm. you know because because oh because you know bombs were were you know, hitting anyway, they're very poor. I mean, both her, she's never known, uh, her mother died when she was very little. She's never known a father, mm-hmm. uh, her husband, uh, he lost his father when he was like 14. And so they're, they're, uh, they're really poor and they're also just lacking family support. And so we, uh, have been able to be that
1: mm-hmm. for
0: them. Uh, both our family and our church family yeah. have been supporting them since the war started, uh, course you know when the war started uh you know there were fuel shortages and you know uh, a lot of people were out of work Mm -hmm. uh they haven't been able to find steady work and so for the last you know a little over a year we've been paying their rent and Mm -hmm. then you know helping them with food and medical expenses and things like that as we are able and so that was part of the part of the trip for me was to be able to to go see her to go see them Mm -hmm. and um, I'm telling you, it was like a, was like a storybook, mm-hmm. you know, just a miraculous kind of thing that uh, we could reconnect. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't get to spend a lot of time with them, only about five hours mm-hmm. uh, on our way back. Uh, the team did some sightseeing, and there were some other meetings that were happening. Uh, but I was able to spend time with them in a very, you know, they live in a, you know, the old Soviet block flats. Mm-hmm. But we have this great connection Mm -hmm. Um, she calls me dad Mm -hmm. which is so sweet I mean I'm a father of four daughters so Mm -hmm. um, to have a fifth (laughs) and a Ukrainian daughter is kind of super sweet
1: well that's awesome to hear because you know when we think about supporting even folks in different countries you know it's I, th- I think we have so much comfort that we sort of live in, and for you to actually be able to go and see uh, the work that your church is doing at Calvary Arlington, the-, the work that they're doing to support somebody on the other side of the world, you know, just reminds me of what Paul says, you know, if any of us suffers as part of the body of Christ, we all suffer, and that's something that we can't lose, uh, we can't become detached with that, you know, even here in America, with the comforts that we have, we are connected through the Spirit, to folks who are devastated and living their lives in poverty and in fear. And uh, I think God would want us to always keep that in the front of our minds, ways that we can support folks, ways that we can uh, honor them and love them, serve them like a dad, like a brother, like a sister. And uh, I think it's a really awesome, brother. Yeah,
0: it, you know, um, you couldn't, like I said, you couldn't really write this story. It's just kind of this incredible connection that God knew about years ago Mm -hmm. and you know he connected us with this little girl uh, who is just incredibly needy you know for this hour for Mm -hmm. this time and so we're we're just continuing to pray for them i uh you know we're praying that her husband could find work and i'm hoping to go back Mm -hmm. you know because we've got just this really sweet connection Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we spent time there and um like I said, that was really a significant part of my trip uh, was just to visit them and and then also connect them with some local ministries that they just don't they 're not connected with anybody really. Mm. And so to connect them with some local ministries, um, I'm looking forward to seeing the fruit from that. Uh, we went back to uh, Mukachevo, uh, did another uh, worship night. I was able to teach at the church. And that was just a, such a sweet thing to be able to, you know, to share the Word of God with these people, and especially to hang out with, you know, and encourage some of the young leaders in the church mm-hmm. there. So
1: That's awesome. Well, brother, thank you so much for sharing for Heart of the City Primetime. It's, it's amazing to hear just how even somebody local here in our neighborhood (laughs) is able to make an impact across the world brother it's it's great to have you on the program thanks so much for joining me you bet thank you And if you want to hear more from Pastor Jim Jacobson, be sure to tune in Sunday mornings at 7 o'clock a.m. for The Sound Word. And be sure to go to the website, soundwordradio.com. That's where you can find more information on Pastor Jim Jacobson. You can also find more information on Calvary Arlington. Calvary Arlington is up north of Seattle, so if you live up here, we'd love to have you join and be part of Pastor Jim Jacobson's church. Thanks again for listening to Heart of the City Primetime. This is Adrian Tijerina, and uh, back to live from Seattle